Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have Jared Price on the podcast again. (laughs) (laughs) Always and forever. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I probably get like one email a day, maybe like three a week of people wanting to come on the podcast. And I just don't have bandwidth to screen people because one, it's like you have to screen them. You have to look them up. You have to see their credentials. And I want to get deep into science stuff. I want to get into like, how do we fix things? I don't want to talk about people's books. I don't want to talk about their programs. You know Mm, what I mean? Totally. And so we're probably just going to do the Janique, Gina, Jared Price (laughs) trifecta on this podcast for a little bit. (laughs) There's certain topics I want to just dive deep into, and I don't want to spend hours screening guests for the podcast to see if they would be a good fit. I just know you're already a good fit. Yeah. So just letting all the people out there know. (laughs) Adopted family instant. There you go. It's it's great. (laughs) So today's episode, we're going to be talking about immunity and health because last week my whole family got COVID Mm -hmm. and it was brutal, but it was three days and then it was done. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people have been DMing me like, what do you do when flu season comes? Kids are going back to school. How do we prevent these things from happening? And what was really interesting was I was texting you the whole time my family was sick and you were like, get Ryan in for Myers Myers. and a glutathione booster. And I'm not kidding you. Like he had an amazing day that day with that IV and you were like, do the colloidal silver and do all the things. And so I kind of want to spend this episode Mm -hmm. educating people on like what we can do for the upcoming months as people are going to start circulating COVID-19 and flu viruses and how do we set ourselves up for for winning versus being sick all winter long. Being in bed. Exactly. <laughs> like the bears, dormant. Exactly. Anyway, no, yeah, great. I'm so grateful. Janique's always on it, you guys. Like always looking out for you and everyone else, like what is coming in the forefront. And it's a great thing. She does a good job. So in regards to the flu that's coming, there is literature. We're not confirming it yet, but CDC is kind of shifting gears. I'm not going to like do too much like stuff with that, but mRNA is becoming the new vehicle to help vaccinations go mm-hmm. forward. And the concern is, is that we've all kind of seen what COVID did with the heart tissue and like with the arrhythmia mm-hmm. and direct linkage, yes. like three to four times amount of arrhythmias happening from the COVID uh, vaccines in yep. young people even. And so the concern now is that the, every fall we're going to be seeing that they want to do an RSV, RSV COVID booster and a flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. All, all as mRNA. And that's going to be really explain, rough. Do you want to oh. explain what mRNA Oh, sure, sure. there's probably a lot of listeners that know what they are, but there's probably some that don't. Yeah. So let's get like a, a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So basically, how do we do this? It's fun, right? <laughs> like Janique's always the best at doing the story about <laughs> like this, but I'll give it a go. So basically you have DNA, which is just the strands of you, your genes of what mm-hmm. makes you you, which is a beautiful thing. What happens is the mRNA is... 
uh, basically there's a protein that's its job is to grab and unwind the DNA. And then it just takes a small clip message from the DNA to form right. a message. Mm -hmm. That's the messenger RNA. Yes. So mRNA is just a message from the DNA to do a certain job in that mm -hmm. cell. Mm -hmm. And so what's kind of concerning is that we don't know what's imprinted on these okay. messages. Yeah. And they are going and injecting into our cells right. to give that message. What are they claiming that it is doing? Are they so, saying it's there to create certain proteins? Yes, or, exactly. Mm -hmm. So the message that they're claiming, who knows if it's true, because it actually attacked the heart tissue, right. which is unique, but it's technically supposed to just create protein right. antigen of the virus or of the mm -hmm. pathogen. Right. And I guess in a sense that is slightly true because the reason that the heart was so attacked is that the heart tissue was as close identical to the spike protein of the COVID. Right. And so the body was having a difficulty time of knowing that's heart tissue and that's mm. COVID. Does that uh, make sense? Yes. And so things were going into arrhythmias because it's being attacked. Right. In a sense, like an autoimmunity issue. You know, so. and and I like for everyone that's going to be like, this is an anti-vax. Just a caution. Thing, I just want to put it out there. I am not anti-vax. I'm pro like, let me see the literature and the longitudinal studies. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so the fact that this came out so fast, mm -hmm. like we were to me, we were the guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. And I have never seen so many people have such adverse reactions to any vaccine mm -hmm. ever. There's an underground world I, yeah. where people talk about vaccine injury, but we're not allowed to talk about it publicly, right? But right. we talk about it within right. ourselves for protection and safety. Yeah, right. But this took that to a whole nother level where people that were normally pro-vaccine were like, I am not the same. And that- They trusted was, and it hurt them, mm -hmm. and basically. the amount of anecdotal evidence was- like mind blowing. Yeah. It's not like so-and-so's cousin's friend's brother in Europe. Like Everybody knows someone. Injury. It was my neighbor exactly. or my friend or my cousin or my brother. Like it's someone within your circle. I had and three friends pass away. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in healthcare and I had yeah. two friends in the ICU that were nurses pass away. So right. I, I actually interviewed one of like the head cancer plastic surgeons here in Utah Valley. All the doctors, they're like, Oh, a hundred percent safe, 100% effective. Right. And I interviewed her and she was like, I was not the same. She's mm -hmm. like, I mm -hmm. started getting long COVID symptoms and heart palpitations. She's like, I was, she felt disabled, Yeah, you know, yeah. and she was even scared to report it to a doctor, her <laughs> being a surgeon, because she was scared she was going to get gaslit. Yep. Right. She's like, my hormones are not the same. So I love that this is potentially helpful for people, but we need to refine it. Mm -hmm. I think this technology could really, really help this mRNA technology, but we need to nail it and test it better. And longer. I believe that it needs to be medically screened more than it's just promoted and we have to do it right or medicare will pull out of your clinic right it's like a threat it, yeah if you didn't do it right and i had colleagues back east that lost their jobs even and that, that is so unethical yes it was very like overhauling right. experience that i was seeing on just as a provider mm -hmm. it was very concerning to see and thankfully utah was not as influenced into right. that so thank heaven and it's, right. it's interesting most people that follow me know i'm not one to fear monger and I'm not one to like, yeah. but the amount, it just felt very dystopian to me, Yeah, you know, and I'm not out there sending scary reels and TikToks. Doom, I'm not, yeah, but like, right. 
But what I do is I silently just collect data and I'm like, something's off here. Yeah, right. And the amount of gaslighting and yeah. the forcing, I just don't love that. But we have to be forced into something when we're clearly asking for clearer parameters, better research, right? Right. And it's like, Completely. it's one of those things where it's like, nope, you just have to put your head down and say yes. Yep. You know, right. it's like, but I don't want to, right. like I am using this is America. Thinking yeah. <laughs> and realizing there's not enough research. Where's the longitudinal research. And we're looking at it right now. We're living it right now. Yeah, right. Right. You know? The autopsy reports. Mm -hmm. Like now we were seeing what we did wrong and it's actually gone back into a court cases, which they're struggling to even refine. And we won't go too far into no. this because it's silly, but yeah. the Mayo clinics involved, the head directors are actually suing now Whoa. because they said this was not ethical Whoa. how this went down. That's so, crazy. And that's a big organization. Anyway, so that's so, enough said. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, we went you on guys. A tangent. That's what mRNA does. It creates the spike proteins, but it was attacking own tissue. So yeah, the spike protein, honestly, we won't even go into that, but very uniquely made mm -hmm. virus. I would mm -hmm. just call it that. Right. And so because of that, it was mimicked so close that it could attack human tissue as well. Right. So it going forward, the concern that of why I'm saying this for this fall is mRNA is a message. And I don't know who is creating that message, mm -hmm. but because of the lack of what's happened previous, it's a caution right. of trusting going forward with yeah. that mRNA now. Right. And they kind of botched it. Mm. They didn't have to go that route. I was actually studying mRNA and I thought that was a great direction to go. Right. Instead of a dead protein, which is the antigen of the flu vaccine that we normally do. Right. It would actually just be a message, a little cleaner. But I also believe that even the stability of the vial that they're putting the solution in mm -hmm. with the mRNA was toxic. It had toxic chemicals in it. Mm. That that was also creating lymphadenopathies in like the armpit region and so what axillary. What are lymphadenopathies? But, oops, okay. So, so lymphatic, yeah, basically uh, like, like deterioration the, of the lymphatic tissue? It's a lymphitis, basically. Mm. So it's just a lot of lymph tissue that is inflamed, inflamed, creating a hard difficulty time to drain. Yeah. So they will get breast tenderness to the arm that was injected Whoa. because the lymph is backed up. Mm -hmm. And so it's creating a lot of pressure in, t in the lymph. That makes sense. So, all right. So what is required or what they're trying to do is they're trying to create an MRNA vaccine for the flu and for COVID and what else? RSV. RSV. Yeah. Okay. Now, and it is good just me being in urgent care. Like I see a ton of that. Like mm -hmm. we all know RSV hits up around like December, starts cascading down around March. Mm -hmm. But even with COVID disrupting it all, it was going, RSV was all over the place. Now it it's was. kind of going in its normal sequence again because uh, everyone's with no masks and we're just doing a normal mm -hmm. thing. But I will say like the idea of what they're doing is excellent. The execution of how it's being implemented, I would probably be okay with it being an antigen approach. Right. mRNA, they got to show studies before we start using that on a person. Right. Right. And then I'm okay. I would be okay as long as that's identified. So I had a quick question. I don't know if you know this, but like a year or two, two years ago when people were getting COVID, they were starting to get long COVID because mm, that okay. particular strain sure. of the virus was extremely aggressive. Are people that are getting COVID now still getting long COVID symptoms or has it evolved? to a sense where it's now just a really bad flu. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we have to come back to burden load and let's mm -hmm. start there.
there and then I'll get right into that long COVID. So burden load, as we all have talked about in that phase one, phase two of the liver, yeah. it just starts to accrue a ton of in the liver to the point that it's overwhelmed and starts to go sideways into mm-hmm. autoimmunity, blah, 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 everything else. Yeah. So COVID is such a big gun that if they were 50% already full, mm-hmm. it almost, I saw people were getting the other 50% just of COVID yeah. and they were falling apart with it. Yeah. So depending on their burden load, yes, they were still having, even if it was the flu, Ugh. they still shifted. Yeah. I was still having people on the Omicron that was like mm-hmm. three to four variants. Yeah from being Omicron, still having the smell and like losing hair. So it varies so big. There's such a big spectrum to it Mm -hmm. that it just comes down to that burden load of that individual. And the reason why they were losing their smell is because of like neural damage. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. So inflammation, if you just think of like that Mm -hmm. whole thing on like what we talked with biofilm, right? the the virus replicates and it starts to inflame the cell. And once that cell is now inflamed, it's made a home. Mm Mm-hmm. It starts to then just inflame the other cells. And then sooner or later, they can't smell. Right. It's just a severe case of inflammation. That's all that SARS is. It's a cascade of inflammation in the lung. And that's why people stop breathing Mm -hmm. because they're so full of fluid and inflammation. Right. They can't breathe anymore. They have those like cytokinetic storms Uh happening. Interleukins and cytokines. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally cascading at high levels. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, and that's what's happening in the nasal passage. Mm -hmm. That's in the hair follicle. So So that's why some people, so you could still get COVID right now. It's such a big gun and you could still get long COVID. And COVID right now here in Utah, I don't know where everyone else is, but here in Utah, it's rampant. It's rampant. But in (laughs) Florida, I guess they have the new variant that just came to the U.S. Congrats to everyone. So sorry. (laughs) And I'm sorry. It's such a buzzword still, but basically um, ivermectin is the way to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we want to talk about mechanism of action of that, but so let's talk about if you get COVID, what should people be doing? Yeah. So it's, still good protocol to follow just like the the mask for five days Mm -hmm. and then kind of quarantine for five and then five days with masks like just to be polite and nice to others around you right still know that it's still flu and like you shouldn't be doing that to other people i always am bothered by that to kind of like pee in the pool yeah (laughs) while others are having fun i'm like come on yeah right right anyway so that's number one (laughs) number two is it's always best to swab so you know what arm you're against COVID treatment is not the same as a viral flu treatment. So it's important to know the difference. Yep. Yep. So just knowing that difference, then you're able to identify, okay, how can we even treat COVID? And I would say that there's two options to it. And that is Paxlovid. And that's the one that came through Pfizer. That's why like ivermectin was completely diverted. We won't mm-hmm. go into that conspiracy either, mm-hmm. but the U.S., it, you couldn't find it anywhere right. when uh, Pfizer was creating the drug. So that, then Paxlovid came out and then ivermectin has been fine to be regulated again. So anyway, Paxlovid is just like a five day stage of uh, antiviral that you take morning and night and it's three pills that you take. And you're pro this, right? Well, yeah. And I would say I do not love the side effects. There's over 400 different interactions with medications to it. So it's very lethal. And I always tell patients I am open to it if patients want to do it. Mm -hmm. But I, my, you prefer ivermectin. I totally am. I've been on ivermectin. Should I even announce that? 
that? Probably not. But I will say it is super, super safe. It, it made, it, I was clean slated all throughout the COVID. Yeah. So very awesome. Um, but with Paxlovid, honestly, like we can even take it for example, President Biden, like he repeated in getting COVID right after mm. Paxlovid. Yeah. So it doesn't, a five day stage of antiviral, there is no way it can remove and shut down a huge SARS storm. Right. Never has that been shown in data. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a, it's a way to get money and then have to do it again, in my opinion, because Mm -hmm. you can't really shut down a storm like that. But Mm -hmm. anyway, you can do Paxlovid. If you do have uh, flank pain, which is kind of like kidney pain, right below the last rib on your back is where the kidneys are. Mm -hmm. And if you start to have tenderness there, you actually have to go and cut it in half, maybe just doing it once a day instead of twice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it shuts down kidney and then it might even shut liver down. What? It's very aggressive. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, but patients, I just want to be neutral because some do actually prefer that. So, but ivermectin is beautiful. So ivermectin is, uh, as people have probably known it as the horse parasite medication, but that had huge claims that it was totally going to kill you because it's just that lethal doses completely not true it's been safe i've talked to three pharmacies friends of mine and they said it's been amazing for many patients so anyway so you just do 0.4 milligram per kilo and then you just act that's per day dose and then if they're in a maintenance you just do it twice a week i always say if there's a flare of covid in the community you should just go every day yeah can pregnant women take it i believe so it's completely safe yeah and i can talk to my friend pharmacist to make sure of that. Mm-hmm. I'm always kind of, they're all yeah, out. We don't have a 100% yes, guys. So don't say Jared from the Getsy Health podcast, <laughs> do this and I'm pregnant. Don't, like we're not saying that. I would probably <laughs> know in like 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so if they call in, that's fine. So ivermectin, other things to do as far, one, the IV therapy was amazing. Myers mm-hmm. cocktail, mm-hmm. glutathione, yeah, right, right. that was awesome. Right. Taking vitamin C. Uh-huh. Would colloidal silver still help diffusing? So if there is... Yeah. An outbreak around your your and your what is this called neighborhood <laughs> your community <laughs> yes preg- i have such pregnancy brain it's ridiculous in your area if you have a covid outbreak in your area like just diffuse it with like essential oils colloidal silver with essential oils throughout your house but if you have covid yeah. then what do you want to do with colloidal silver? yeah so there's a couple things let's just kind of go through from head to toe what you can kind of do mm-hmm. so covid really affects the nasal passage so i usually like cofix and that is uh through it's actually now owned with form health mm-hmm. within well so cofix is basically iodine spray mm-hmm. and it will last when people are traveling like say to yellowstone or other places mm-hmm. they can totally or on the airplane they can spray this and it will last eight hours mm-hmm. if they're around people and it's on full script uh, if your provider wants to give that to you but and it's very inexpensive even some compounds even have it there on the shelves but basically it's uh, so the half-life is basically just three times a day and you're covered so yeah. it's just say oh my heck i didn't bring my ivermectin if you were to do cofix that would probably protect you the most because virals usually are inhaled through the nasal passage sometimes oral pharynx and gel region which is through the mouth and mm-hmm. but most of the time it's the nasal passage cofix you spell k-o-f-e-x i-x i-x yeah i'm just writing that down for me 
Okay. <laughs> right? I want to look that up. And even after you, the, the reason I bring that up is even after you're exposed, you're getting symptoms. If mm-hmm. you just go to town with the Cofix or colloidal silver, it mm-hmm. will shift you. So you could do like a colloidal silver and a mm-hmm. Cofix mm-hmm. nasal mm-hmm. spray. Probably give like maybe do one. You kind of want to give it like an hour difference. Okay. Because well, it will go time. runny and then you start to drain out okay. and also interact. So a lot of people probably know the effects of iodine are, but can you explain to people that don't like why the significance it's, of iodine? ion exchange that's why iodine works and that's why silver works it's mm-hmm. just an ion charge mm-hmm. that affects virals as well as well cofix with iodine is only mostly viral silver it's because it's of the two, yep, because it has a two positive charge it will actually have a little stronger ability to hit organism yep. bacterial path any pathogen really. so basically just have nasal <laughs> silver colloidal silver or cofix iodine just mm-hmm. on hand mm-hmm. In case people start getting sick. And I would say parts per million, right? So people are like, oh my heck, well, what's the five versus the 30? I have no idea. To be honest, the higher, the better. So to be candid, I have tried the 30s of the most renowned colloidals that are on the market. They are great. However, when you are in the storm, they aren't enough. So I actually off record, but people are probably think that's lethal dose and it is a higher dose, but I do 75. And I have literally tested my blood. I've looked at any kind of form of like a heavy metal component with silver mm-hmm. and nothing. Wow. And that's just because it's just at that nanoed level because yeah. colloidal is good, but nanoed colloidal is even better. Even so. better. so also managing people's temperatures. We know you don't want to take ibuprofen. You want to take Tylenol, yep. Yep. right? Because ibuprofen will exacerbate your symptoms and keep them going longer. And let's speak to a fever. Yes. A true low fever is a hundred point four. It's not 98. Anyone that's like, Oh, what's your fever? Oh, it's 99. The doctors will be like, okay, you're fine. you're fine. So I'm just trying to give them a heads up on that. But uh, high fever is anything over 101. That's mm-hmm. like concerning. If you go to like 103, that's uh, even ER worthy. The reason that you don't want to go too high, the lethal high is 105. That's yeah. when you can start to have seizures. Yeah and uh, actually change your whole brain makeup. So it's just not worth it. Everyone in my family got to 103.6. Yep, that's scary. And I was like, Tylenol, like, yeah, it's, like let's then, go. Let's yep. give you some. Sometimes some the immune system's years. a little too aggressive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to watch it like a hawk so yeah. you, you don't get too sick. Yeah. Going into the lungs, right? Because COVID long hauler is really real. I will say this, direct linkage with the COVID brain issue with the memory is actually mm-hmm. linked with the nasal passage. It migrates from the olfactory nerve mm-hmm. And it actually goes right into the brainstem and the limbic system. Yeah. And so because of that, it's just inflammation. Yeah. So Avia, amazing. Avia Nutrimedics would really help that as well as Lion's Mane, both of which help with leaky brain to have a stronger access there. So what's Avia? Avia is a strong, potent turmeric that's been extracted. Mm-hmm. And so it's even stronger than any turmeric. Wow. Uh, to be honest, 10 times stronger. And that's it's amazing. it's very inexpensive. It's like 20 bucks on full script. That's so amazing. yeah, really will help anyone with their cognition if they're like feeling insecure like they stutter Mm -hmm. they can't do sentence structuring or long-term short-term is fading Mm -hmm. unless you want that type of personality and that's totally fine we will embrace that anybody no mom wants that we got too many kids to take care of yes that's right so in the lungs though i will say this is the beautiful trick that i have found my son and me included have asthma i have mold so that people may think well isn't that mold and yes it is Mm -hmm. so but i will say that when you get bronchitis 
colitis with the COVID and the flu and these other virals, colloidal silver nebulized is the game changer. So highly recommend if you have any form of lung condition, just go to your doctor and say, hey, I just don't breathe really well. I just need to get a nebulizer Mm -hmm. for at home. Or just if you don't even want to go through the pain of that because it's so hard to twist their arm, just go on Amazon. They're like inexpensively 40 bucks. And then after that, you can just do like five mLs of the colloidal and you just put that in there and nebulize. Nebulize like once a day, twice a day? Yeah, morning and night and then a humidifier. So my son won't even, because he's a kid, right? He's a five-year-old kid that I love to death and uh, he will not (laughs) nebulize. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is a blow-by and people probably don't know what that is, but it's basically just the mouthpiece with Mm -hmm. a cup that's just blowing by. Yep, yep. So it's just holding. Yep. And if you do that just for a couple nights, you will see a 100% shift. Yeah hands down so and he goes into bronchospasms where it includes so bad that he almost has to be go to the er that is very but silver ever since i have not had any issues that's amazing so can people diffuse silver with essential oil uh yep that's actually a stable one i found two literature studies to support Mm -hmm. that one because i I was concerned about that because i want to now going into fall and winter just diffuse essential oil maybe let's talk about our cocktails so okay let's do it so we will very Yep, we're going to do this. So frankincense, <laughs> uh, we're going to do frankincense, rosemary, and then I like a little bit uh, lavender just to help calm them. Um, mm-hmm. And then rosemary, just a little bit, just with the immunity sake. And then my last one is uh, eucalyptus. I love oregano, actually. Mm, yes, and I want to start well. getting that one. So I used to own Honesty Essential, but they have amazing essential oil blends for immunity for the fall. Mm. I even just say they have this wonderful blend that smells like the fall. It That's has nice. like cinnamon and it has like all these things that are also still very antiviral. And I'm like, put them in your soaps, put them. Can they like, go in the warmers instead of the candles that yes, are toxic? That's, that's exactly. what I do. I put yes. them in the, in the plug-in warmers. Yes. Like get rid of that wax and put yes. that in and just have that diffusing throughout your entire house. Love it. So honestly, Essential, hit them up. They're high quality. And do they have like, a code that they can put in with your Um, friend? They could probably, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. I should have planned. Yeah. I don't plan these things, you guys. We just show up and we're like, let's go. But, but you can call the front awesome. desk. She'll, she'll give you the code if you go to the front desk anyway. Um, okay. They're wonderful. Let's talk about the flu really fast because the flu and COVID are two different animals. And there's a lot of controversy. We've I've spoken about this on Instagram around Tamiflu. Now you've gotten me on the Tamiflu bus, but there's a lot of people that are like Tamiflu is of the devil. It hijacks your brain and kids become possessed. What's exactly happening? And one, let's talk about medications and then let's talk about holistic things that people can do with this flu virus that's going around. Because yeah. I have found, and I don't know if you saw this in the ER, but before COVID, people would get the flu and they'd get the flu and they'd be over with it. Now people are getting the flu for weeks on end. Yep. Why is that? It's still a burden. It's a burden load. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that they, just like hormonal deficiencies, mm-hmm. they become the new norm mm-hmm. until it's just way bad. And then they're like, okay, I am not myself anymore. Yeah. But they don't know the subtles and it's hard, right? And that's what's happening with the viral storms. Yeah. They're very subtle. Mm-hmm. And so COVID is still replicating mm-hmm. and now you get this flu mm-hmm. and now you're like, you're hosed. Oh, it's that burden load. It's totally burden loads still existing. Liver is doing its best. Yeah. We have to learn to really detox drain our livers. Yeah. And Cellcore has a great one for that. Which one? So the liver that Wes talked about with the package. Carboxy? Uh, it was like where if they go on a parasite and it starts to clog them up, 
mm-hmm. that they take a break and then they do the liver cleanse and then they go back into it. Okay. I don't remember which product it was. Yeah. It, we'll it's actually a couple things. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it's Tuka and so forth. All those. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just is a whole thing of liver to support it anyway. But when that liver gets overwhelmed, that's when the immune system fails. It's mm-hmm. just, it's direct linked in the studies right. over and over again. So with Tamiflu, should we go there? Yeah. So with Tamiflu, basically it's an antiviral replication. replication. Yep. So it's starting to hit the proteins. So basically what happens is a virus comes in, lands, starts to replicate and hijacks the cell to start forming its viruses to be sent out. Right. right. So what happens is Tamiflu shuts down that message right. and basically puts a kink in the whole cascade within mm-hmm. that cell. You love Tamiflu. I actually do. And the reason being is I don't do like crazy amount. If they're feeling good in like one to three days, yeah. so stop it and stop. keep going with silver. Right. It's not like, oh, you got to finish it like antibiotics. You don't have mm-hmm. to do that. You just want to get ahead with your immune system. Right. You're giving your immune system that break. It's like, where's my cannon? Mm-hmm. We're getting slaughtered. Right. And you give it another cannon just for it to get ahead mm-hmm. and then you're good. Like if you're going to war, wouldn't you want to have the army, the, the people you're going against, wouldn't you want their numbers halved? You, you know what I mean? Completely. It would be silly for us to go clear back into the 1700s, mm-hmm. right? We advance for reasons. We have some sloppiness that we've done, right. but there is great advancements and that is like antiviral replications mm-hmm. and because then we can stop and slow that down. Right. But we've heard that with kids, they sometimes have like these psychotic breaks. Yeah. Of which is- you've brought this up and I totally agree with. Let's if, talk about it. If you've seen the behavioral issue with your child of uh, coming kind of unglued or pseudo side effect almost mm-hmm. that it's not normal to have seen that from that medication like Tamiflu it makes their them go kind of crazy in a sense just go half dose quarter dose mm-hmm. see how that goes if I always just like because it's super super nasty mm-hmm. so I always just like to do the powder form of just the 75 milligram and then we'll just like go a quarter of that right. and just kind of work up and that's what I actually did with Tennyson was when you put in the prescription and you said he could take an adult dose I was like I'm gonna half that first. Yeah, exactly yep. I'm gonna spread it over the day to see how he reacts yep, to it yep. and then I'm going to increase it slightly. Yep. Another thing with Tamiflu is you want it within 48 hours of the fever starting. That's you right. You can't start it while they're like full you blown. You can't late. be the one that's like oh I want to see how it goes because mm-hmm. you're toast and now you just have to treat the secondary infection right. which is usually bacterial of some sort. Mm-hmm. So For me since COVID I just hate messing with viruses. They're so hard on the body which is why you've convinced me to utilize Tamiflu. Yeah. Right. right. Because it can just knock you out for days if not weeks right mm-hmm, but with mm-hmm. Tamiflu you can have the flu within two days and be done uh-huh, uh-huh. And like and go back to your regular life and this is everyone's personal opinion like you can use Tamiflu or not and just have their body go work through it naturally. well and uh, let's speak to the alternative mm-hmm. and I know and we'll wrap this up but the alternative would be professional formula tincture mm-hmm. base yes every year they have a flu tincture nozzle that comes out so you don't have to do the flu vaccine yeah same with the RSV same with uh, shingles so mm-hmm. all of them they're working I just got off the phone with them they're working on the T booster the COVID booster one mm-hmm. um, but if you're already with the flu they even have a flu nozode so yeah. that like with flu like symptoms to shut it down gotcha. so if people are super uncomfortable there is that route and people are like well there's alcohol I don't want to give that to my kid you That's warm okay. up the spoon like you warm up some water and like the, over the stove microwave and then dip a spoon have it evaporate mm-hmm. the alcohol and then you just stir it in the water and they drink it oh interesting so, That's like cool little trick. Yeah. So there's other alternatives. And then, so 
Everything that we spoke about with like COVID, as far as silver, managing mm-hmm. temperatures, essential oils, could they also use the iodine too if they have the flu? Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. all of those Any things, viral. Anything you, you viral, bet. everything that we recommended earlier, they yep. can use during flu as well. And then the homeopathic nutrimedics to treat the bacterial. Perfect. So. I love it. Anything else? I mean, do we want to talk about the common cold? Yeah. Common cold, just a, there's another tincture for that. But again, GI symptoms, mm-hmm. it really actually, you're going to laugh when I say this, but Epsom baths. So I love Epsom baths. The reason the Epsom works so well is it relaxes. The immune system uses up so much mag. So the mm-hmm. stomach gets bound up. People start vomiting. Mm-hmm. So whenever someone is nauseous, think mag. Yeah. It's just a sign that my body is using up mag really fast and it needs more magnesium. Interesting. And so if we just get mag, magnesium going the sulfate would be pulling out the toxin you can do mag baths morning and night and it really does pull through on that that cold and oral as well oral mag or what do you mean oral mag yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep and then as far as like rsv like there's a lot of young kids new moms even thinking for myself so nebulize throughout the house completely by your baby nebulizing inhalation of silver Mm -hmm. is the go-to how about nebulizing iodine haven't seen that one. You haven't. I okay. would say silver's a little safer because okay. you can easily go more on the mm-hmm. iodine. I haven't seen that with the silver. Yeah. Because the silver will break down. This so. is going to be my first winter baby going into winter. Like, because oh, I, I had my you. kids. I, I got my so kids. Got you. <laughs> I, got, I had my kids February and March coming out of winter. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh no, we're going into the worst time because everyone, let's talk about nutrition really fast. Why does everyone get sick around Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas? It's because of the sugar load. Yes, they right? do. Like, uh, you we are it. literally eating ourselves sick. And it go- shuts down the immune system. hundred percent. And so I'm having a baby around Thanksgiving where I'm like, oh great, I'm in the middle of it where everyone's eating trashy food and their immune systems are tanking and these viral loads are just coming out to play. Mm -hmm. You know, so Mm -hmm. try to minimize sugar. Pass the Cofix around. Right? Honestly, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I literally, I know it's a bad joke, but my family has no choice. We show up at family functions, we have a Cofix party. That's amazing. Because it's just not worth it. No. No one wants anyone to pee in the pool. Do you know, I don't know why but the song from missy elliott where she says pass the dutch baby yeah. like that was what i had in my head where you're like cofix totally just pass the cofix yeah. around I'm totally like, <laughs> that's so great crunchy people's dutch right <laughs> <laughs> marijuana <laughs> pass it around guys we're not getting sick here oh my goodness uh, okay awesome so i feel like we've covered all the things to help people really feel empowered around like healing and getting on top of these fairly aggressive oh, viruses and, and quercetin I do want to give a plug. Quercetin mast cell stabilizer for oh. any kind of runny nose that just will not turn off. Mm-hmm. Quercetin, 500 milligrams, three times a day. Totally amazing. Is that over the counter? Mm-hmm. Great. So yeah. what does that do? Quercetin is just like similar to if you're to do a medication like Singular, mm-hmm. where it just hits on that cytokine inhibition mm. so that it can never signal to the mast cell. Gotcha. But it's natural. Uh-huh. That's quercetin was used with the COVID uh, protocol. Why do people get the chronic runny nose? Yeah, What's so happening? the runny nose is happening because that's where the pathogen is first entering. Mm. And so the body sees the threat, the yeah. immune cells do. Yeah. And so it uses the runny nose to get it out. Amazing. 
That's and really so, cool. yeah, sometimes it's just overkill. Okay. Creating secondary infection. Okay. Jared, thank you so much. Yeah. Like this was very, very helpful. And I selfishly wanted to do this podcast for myself just because <laughs> of what we just went through. And I know I have you kind of like on speed dial when you help me, but everyone else doesn't. And I'm nervous about having a newborn, to be honest. No, and so I got you. we have silver at our house now. Anytime anyone's going to get sick, I'm going to be like IVs, go get IVs. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. you guys, the ozone sauna like mm-hmm. is amazing antibacterial, antiviral. As soon as you get sick, get in that pocket. Mm-hmm, like if mm-hmm. you have access to one, it's phenomenal. And anything that's long-term, like not going away, I do hyperbaric. Mm-hmm. Just, it, you do not need to suffer in silence. Can I just say, you should do hyperbaric if you get COVID, like a few sessions regardless, mm-hmm. because you don't want any neurologic you're better this is interesting because even though everyone is over covid they are all very tired yeah you know and neurologics yes and so ryan he's a very fit dude and he is running out of steam super fast and i was Mm. like babe you need to get in the hyperbaric because there's still stuff happening there and if anything else stresses your immune system you're going to go into like another cycle of inflammation burden load and vulnerability that's a hundred percent what happened to me and so you want to get in a hyperbaric to restore and re repair and revitalize all the mitochondrial function, all the cellular function. Like don't mess around with that. Don't mess around with any kind of long COVID, long infection, long damage stuff. And I would say it's so important because everyone knows fall is the new war that's mm, about to hit us. Yes. And so right now let's just be prepping for that, right? hundred percent. Really get your gas tanks full so mm-hmm. that you're not just like, hey, I'll be fine. Right. Because then you literally are hitting half empty and mm-hmm. then you are gone, gone. And then you're gone. And trust me, long COVID isn't something you want no. you don't want these chronic illnesses hitting right. you because you will spend your entire life managing it but that is you need to understand co-infection and mm-hmm. even like at a lime level and mycotoxin Seriously. level that biofilm is mm-hmm. very sensitive to elevated interleukin and cytokine yeah so it knows when the host is stressed yeah. that's when it comes out yep. so same with the round body becoming a spirochete yeah. it knows that by basically the membrane of the round body will sense the interleukin and the cytokine increase. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, it's stressed. I'm going to start migrating. Yep. So you get sick and then you get way sick. And then you sick. get really sick. So and this just staying people, ahead is important. And this can happen to people that are quote unquote healthy. They're like, right. I don't have health issues. Well, it's been in there and it was just waiting for, for that the last sick. straw yep. to break the camel's back. And, yep. then, and then all of a sudden they're like, this isn't the body I used to have. It's like, That's well, right. it's always been in there. It's just. COVID like, just had to hit it. Yep. It just had to trigger it. And yep. now it's the perfect storm. And Completely. Like, Beautifully so, said. So just be mindful guys and take it from me from someone who has dealt with all the co-infections all the long COVID stuff you don't want to be a prisoner in your body like get on top of these viruses get on top of your health your wellness now mm-hmm. and obviously do it from a place of like being gentle not a place of fear yeah <laughs> like, and if they don't know let's get go to work yeah and we will find what's going on exactly just to make them safe 100 percent. So. jared thank you so much yeah. and awesome. listeners we'll catch you next week Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast.